Here's one of our favourite moments from Jason Lawrence. Check out the full show on our podcast feed. The PM is in the house. ScoMo, welcome back to the show. Good Great. morning. Good morning. Good to be here. Great to be in Melbourne. Oh, yes. We're excited to have you in Melbourne. It's been a long time. It has been a long time, but uh, I just thank you to everybody in Melbourne for the amazing job you've done over these many months. I mean, here in Victoria and particularly in Melbourne, you've done it tougher than anyone in the country. And, and here we are opening up. It's just oh, absolutely awesome. May that be the other week. Oh. <laughs> The first uh, one. Out of the tap down at the London Hotel. Yeah. Oh, it was golden. Yeah. Do you get to get out and enjoy some of our Melbourne hospitality and Melbourne lifestyle down here while you're here, or is it all business? Uh, no, well, I, I try and get out, um, particularly with colleagues, so, but I'm sure Josh and I will catch up with her beer at a pub this week. Somewhere. And maybe an Indian restaurant. You love your curries, I do and we've lo- got I some do, great I do love that. We've got a bit of that organised later in the week too. So, yeah. Speaking of mates, mm-hmm. um, I saw the footage coming out of Glasgow <laughs> when you went up to get the photo and everyone was just sort of standing around, no one came up to you for a chat. I had flashbacks of school being picked for the sports team. <laughs> I just, just want to make sure you made mates over there. We have plenty of mates. I mean, thanks to the media, I was looking for the spot on the on the stage. I, they had a little X mark and I'm looking around for where you're supposed to stand. We'd just been spent over about an hour and a half hanging out with the, with what the other leaders and talking about a lot of issues. So, do you yeah, know, no, they, 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 people will put their spit on their seats. Do you know in that moment, <laughs> mm. right? Like it's, I remember when we chatted to you on the phone a couple of weeks back and, and Biden called you power. Yeah. I forgot the name. Do you know in that moment you're like, shit, that's a meme? That's oh, the one no. that's going to go viral? <laughs> well, you, you learn in, in, in jobs like this that people say and do what they're going to say yeah. and do and, and you just roll with it and you, you never take yourself too seriously and people have a bit of fun with it. And if you can't cop that, well, you shouldn't exactly. be doing the job. But that's just a good rule to live by in life in general. Now, you yep. were over in Glasgow for the, mm. uh, the Climate Change Summit. Mm. We've got a greenhouse gas emission issue here, but did you hear... About Joe Biden also having a greenhouse gas emission issue. Camilla Parker-Bowles can't stop talking about it. Did you overhear that? I did overhear it, but I I did see the reports. I can't confirm them. (laughs) Poor Biden, at his age, slipping out a sneaky little fart. I don't think we can all have a go. Well, Uh, all all I can say is all of our meetings have been without incident on that front. Send him a text and be like, mate, it's, it's your pal from down under. I really feel That's for the you. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, now you hear spoken electric cars, which I'm yep. a big fan of. Me I, too. I, like, my dream would be to own like a Tesla, but I've got a wife who wears the pants, so that's not happening. <laughs> um, what's the goal we're trying to get to? Well, we're just trying to facilitate people's choices. That's that's the main. We don't have to go around. This is the big thing that I think is happening with the world's response to climate change. There is so much investment going into developing these technologies, getting the prices down. So what we just need to do is make sure we're filling the gap. So we're spending a quarter of a billion dollars on supporting charging infrastructure. I mean, yep. it's a home charging infrastructure, uh, hydrogen vehicles, which will be very important for long-distance travel, so for oh. commercial fleets, for trucking fleets, things like this. They're the areas where the government needs to get involved. I mean, the private sector is already investing in charging stations and things like that in the major cities because they can get the return on it. What we have to do is go and find the gaps that are there in the market and ensure we're investing in those things which, which do that job. Um, and we've also got to make sure the grid is reliable as well mm. because, you know, everybody's plugging every night. That's a good point. I mean, we're seeing people take up these vehicles more and more. So you don't need to give them incentive to go and buy the thing. And and uh, within a number of years, the, the, there'll be the parity on the cost of the two vehicles. Cause, cause, so it's going to get there. People are going to buy them. We just don't have to go and tell people, oh, you can't drive in the city more and you can't go over there and you're yes. not allowed to buy this car and you've got to buy that one. That's not our policy. We're just backing people to make their own What's, choices and, and uh, ensure the infrastructure can support those decisions. What's your fleet? What are you cruising around in at the moment? 
Oh, well, I, I drive around in the secure vehicle, so and it weighs a ton, so I'm I not going to We can't power that up? <laughs> no, well, no that's, that's, that requires a, quite a lot of energy to drag that thing around because it's armour-plated. So that's my right. vehicle's probably a little different to everybody else's What do you car. get it up to on the Monash? Like, I, how heavy is it? Um, I couldn't tell you, to be honest. I'm too <laughs> yeah, busy with my head down doing what I normally do when I'm travelling around. But, you know... Our major uh, importers of, of electric vehicles, um, you know, places from Korea and Japan mm. and so on, all of these countries we have free trade agreements with. So the, yes. all the tariffs of those things are already off. Yeah, so right. um, they're, getting more, they're getting cheaper all the time. And one of the things that we talked about in Glasgow is it's not about putting the cost of other things up to get people to do things. It's mm. about putting the cost down of the things that people want to get involved in. And uh, and technology costs are coming down. I mean, the cost the of Tesla... solar just keeps coming yes. down and yeah. down and down. But electric cars, they are dropping because they are a bloody fortune. Totally. Teslas yeah. have become far more affordable than where they were yeah. to begin with. But do we think that having these electric cars on the road by, I think you said, 2030 mm. is going to make a huge difference to climate change? Well, it makes a difference. It's not the only thing. And so there are a lot of things you've got to do. It's not just one thing. Mm. Um, it all contributes to it. Um, and, and, I mean, things like new fuels like hydrogen. I was up in the Hunter Valley yesterday mm. and here in Victoria and Latrobe Valley they're producing hydrogen. Yep. I mean, this is going to change the way the world's energy worked. It's going to change the emissions. I was I was seeing one of the electric mining vehicles up in the Hunter yesterday. Oh, they've, got a, they've got it boats now as well. I saw yeah, yesterday. All of these happening. I mean, we've got our big big mining companies which are investing heavily. I mean, the big, you know, the huge trucks which yeah, are yeah. automatic. Twiggy Forest has already got hydrogen pumping into them. So wow. my point is... The private sector industry is already doing this. Mm. So we're just trying to back in their decisions, investing in the research, development, the technology. You know what Lauren hates? She mm. hates filling up her own car. So that'll alleviate that. Because yeah. you know you're only saying the other day, fear. can we bring back the guys that run out at the servo and fill up my car? Yes, mm. but I also forget to charge my phone one most nights and I'm scared I'll get stuck in like Chadston <laughs> oh, yeah. car park holding um, everyone up because I've forgotten to charge the car. In the newsroom, you've got a question. Uh, PM, good morning. New South Wales yesterday, mm. Melbourne today. It's looking and sounding like an election campaign. May next year? Well, there'll be an election next year. I've been saying this all year. The election is next year. I'm having a baby uh, in Feb, so I need to mark out the day now for when I'm voting. Should I be marking out <laughs> we'll May? mark out 2022. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, what we've got you this morning, we've got to go to a break. When we come back, though, um, we want to play No Further Questions with you. You know mm-hmm. who gave this a crack last week? Is Anthony it? Albanese. Fair enough. Oh, speaking of which, mm-hmm. when Albo was in last week, this happened. <laughs> Do you and ScoMo have each other's mobile numbers? Yeah. What about if we send him a cheeky text? Like, morning, how's Glasgow? Thinking of you. I could send him a text. I think he's on his plane. I, I was. I was on the plane and I did get the text. Did you get it? <laughs> I, was. I did. Hey! Yes, yes. We might have to send him a selfie back. <laughs> if you like. Anything you can do, I can do better would be a great caption. You know what I realised? Because he showed me, he goes, I'm not allowed to read the text because it could be confidential stuff, but he showed me the chat. And Albo was a bit rude on the replies. There was a lot of grey and very little blue. <laughs> well, you know, I'll, I'll keep that in the vault. Because <laughs> at his age, I'm not sure how he goes with the phone, but I'm like, mate, let's hit the reply. All right, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, um, you're happy to take on no further questions? Sure. Good man. All right, ScoMo's in the house with us. And during the break, can we shoot off a little to Albo? Selfie straight back. All right, no reading the text. You're listening to the Jason Lauren Podcast. No further questions. No further questions. No further questions. All right, ScoMo is joining us this morning. We're doing no further questions, Mr Morrison. Ten personal questions. They get more personal as we go along. The minute you hit a question you don't want to answer, you just say no further questions. Are you ready for the challenge? Fire away. ScoMo, 
What do you wear to bed? Uh, a shark's T-shirt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I do. And pants, I hope. I was given to me... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You forgot about that bit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say... It was like given a... to me as a gift. Right. Actually, speaking of which, you know, Lauren dropped out this morning. I had dreams about Scott Morrison all night. <laughs> That's really weird, isn't it? Yep. I was nervous Awkward. about you coming in here. <laughs> you know, I dreamt that I was walking out of the studio and you were walking in and we got stuck in the doorway. Well, there you go. You didn't have it, your Sharks T-shirt No, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> Awkward for you. Try being me in the room at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Scott Morrison. Uh, remember, at any point, you could say no further questions. Question number two. What did you last cry over? Oh, gosh. While you think about it, you know what I got emotional over the other day? Yeah. I was watching the um, the Burt tribute. Oh. oh, no, no, I can tell you. Um, on, on the way back uh, from Glasgow, we stopped in Dubai mm -hmm. and we visited all the guys who were involved in the airlift out of Afghanistan. Oh. Um, and, and I was looking at all the images uh, of the young kids and, and the evacuation and uh, talking to those who were involved and helping them. And it were, there, were, there were two types of tears. There were yeah. tears of just terrible sadness for, for what was happening in Afghanistan and particularly for the, for the kids. But there was also tears of joy that yeah. they were able mm. to get out safely and, and the way they were welcomed by Australians. And I was looking at all the pictures that the kids had drawn um, and just thanking Australians and, oh, and the wonderful yeah, reception tough. they'd had. So uh, tears often go both ways, don't they? They sure do. Mm. Well, change of pace here. Yeah. For question three on mm. No Further Questions, mm. what was your last drunken regret? <laughs> um, that was you, a big, deep breath you, you just get took. A, <laughs> you get on it in the lodge? Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, don't, I don't mind a, a quiet whiskey and, and, oh. a, and a nice beer, but um, no, no, not too many. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty well behaved these days. Not doing a nudie run over the Governor-General's fence <laughs> no, or anything no, like that, right? No, 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 but there was, there was a time um, on, on New Year's Eve one year when... Uh, we we have very quiet New Year's, yeah. New Year's Eve, and, and so I just had a pair of board shorts on and a t-shirt, and, yeah. and I didn't have any shoes on, and and, uh, and the Gigi was there with a number of people. I said, oh, I'd better pop up and just say, you know, Happy New Year, and I oh, walked no. into what was quite a formal function, oh. <laughs> wearing, you know wearing, wearing bare feet. Aussies <laughs> would love that. Aussies would. You know and what else? Boardies in a t-shirt. I also love that. Anyway, you I was the very welcome. I also that love is... that you call the Governor General Gigi. Gigi. <laughs> 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 All right, Scott Morrison. Um, what were you last fined for? Oh, it would have been a it would have been a, a speeding fine many years ago. I mean, I'm I'm not allowed to drive at no. this PM because yeah. I drive everywhere. But no, that was many years ago. Yeah, you know, I got, I got off a part, I got mm. off a speeding fine on the way to interview Kevin Rudd when he was Prime Minister because yeah. I said to him, "I'm running late to meet the PM." Oh. And obviously, all the cops knew the PM was in mm. town at the time, mm. so they're like, "All right, we'll let you off. Just don't bring it up." I'm like, oh, "Deal." Now you've just brought it up. Well done. Yeah, there you go. All right. <laughs> have you ever looked up an X on social media? A what? An ex. Oh, Jenny oh, wouldn't sorry. like this. Uh, well, Jenny and I have been together since I was 16. So <laughs> MySpace? Hopefully you're not looking. <laughs> I'd have to look up letters. I mean, find a carrier pigeon or something. Um, we've okay. been going out since 1985. Going out? I wasn't even born then, ScoMo. Well, What's the secret to your marriage? It's not one of the questions, Jenny. but I just need to hold oh, on to mine. Jenny. Is the secret. All right. Jenny. Jenny. Love Jenny. Uh, ScoMo, when did you, and what was it for when you last saw a doctor? <laughs> I, I, well. Do you have to release your doctor visits because you're PM? No, I, I don't. But, um, no, I, I get checkups very regularly, actually. Yep. And, That's good uh, to know. Yeah, but it looked like a lot of a lot of men of my age, um, 
and, uh, and, and, and and younger. Um, you know, some of us have blood, high blood pressure runs in my family. Right. Um, so I keep that under under good control. That's but you're all I good. try and exercise and doctor looks after me, takes my blood pressure regularly and I'm, um, despite this job, it's, it's it's in pretty good shape. Here's a question for you. If you've got a two o'clock booking and you're the Prime Minister and you rock up, are you still sitting there reading old magazines at 2.45 or do they get you straight in? No, um, well, they, they come to me now, but um, when before I was PM, um, the, the doctor's surgery was just across the road from my office uh, yeah. down in Cronulla. Uh, and uh, I actually used to quite like sitting in the waiting room because I'd chat to people Peace and quiet. In, in the waiting room and, uh, you know, the morning t- television would be on up there. And, and, and They're uh, like, can you not campaign? I'm just here to get my question. It was like 15 minutes of, <laughs> of solace sitting in the waiting room of the doctor's surgery. And final question, ScoMo, PM, top job, what does it pay? My job? Yep. Uh, it pays well, and I don't complain about it. <laughs> there you go. It's all right, I'll hit up I can't Google. believe you got through all ten of those questions. Well, I'm, I'm a bit of an, much of an open book. <laughs> Scott Morrison, always a pleasure, mate. Thanks for dropping by, and enjoy Melbourne enjoy for the week Melbourne. too. Enjoy Melbourne. Yeah, I'm looking forward to being here and, and catching up with everyone. And, and thanks again, everyone, Melbourne. Um, the vax rates here in Victoria are just fantastic, and that's why we're opening up national And we're not going working. back. We are not going back. You promise we're not going no, back? I'm, absolutely, we're not going back. <laughs> and, uh, that's certainly our view. Good all on right. you, everyone. Cheers. Thanks, ScoMo. Thanks for listening to the Jason Lauren podcast. For more great content, check them out on socials at Jason Lauren.